Today's episode of Home Row is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB offers an optimal blend of accuracy and readability, which helps readers make a deeper connection with God's Word, and it also inspires lifelong discipleship. The CSB is equally suited for serious study or for sharing with your neighbor hearing God's Word for the very first time. Learn more at csbible.com. I'm I'm writing. You know how to write. Without the without the without the writing, you have nothing. I'm writing. All right, everybody, welcome back to a, another episode of Home Row, and today I want to talk about something that um, everyone faces, and it's not something that just writers face, um, but we're going to talk about that specifically. But how do we deal with rejection? Um, writers, you're going to be rejected. Uh, you'll have book proposals rejected. You'll have websites reject your pieces. And so how do we deal with it? How do we view it as a gift? And that's what I want to talk about today. And it, re- it brings me back, when I think about rejection, it reminds me of growing up and going to school. School um, is the perfect breeding ground for disappointment and rejection. It's time for PE. And then what happens? They start picking teams. And if you don't go to public school, maybe your student ministry is a great, great time for this, for this as well. Uh, college ministry, whatever. If you've never had the experience of being picked last, you're missing out. It's a sweet gift, rejection. And everyone goes through this in, in daily life. Just, just think about every person on the planet. We all go through some level of rejection. Uh, cars won't let you change lanes. Uh, you won't be invited to that thing by those people. Um, that girl won't go to the dance with you. Uh, that guy won't return a phone call. Uh, your favorite college won't let you in their classrooms. Um, friends will fade into the background of your life. And you'll get so close to that dream job, and then poof, it's gone. And you hear, uh, you don't have enough experience. We can't escape rejection. And really, we shouldn't expect that we can. And when it comes to rejection, we should come to oddly appreciate it, not hide from it. We should be thankful for this precious gift. So let's, why, why is rejection something we should um, be thankful for? Well, the first thing I, when I think about being rejected for writing or work is that rejection refines your work. As a writer, I, I've been patted on the back by some handsome rejections, some kind rejections. Uh, I think back to the process of finding a literary agent for my first book, to somebody to support my work and help it get published. It was like homecoming all over again. Uh, It's like asking, would you go to the dance with me? And getting an email back, no, I don't think so. And then you move on to another agent. Would you go to the dance with me? No, I don't don't think so. Who are you? How'd you get my email? But, But once an agent was willing to be seen on the webosphere with me, there was now the task of landing a publisher. And that was like senior prom. Uh, Talk about rejections all the time. I mean, at the time of my first book, which is Gospel Formed, um, Kriegel finally published it. But one of the things that I heard through some of these rejection emails uh, was things like, hey, we like your writing. Uh, We got to pass. You you just aren't popular enough. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not popular at all. Uh, especially now, but you imagine even five five years ago, four years ago. And I also heard that after my first book was published and my agent began to pass around a proposal for my second book, I heard the same things. Uh, 
Um, and that book, that, that my second proposal, it never came to be. It went to numerous publishers, made it to the final rounds of many board meetings, only to hear back, sorry, kid, uh, here's a nickel for your troubles. And so I got accustomed to the rejection emails, and they didn't bother me anymore. They came in, said, okay. Another one came in, okay. And here's why. Because rejection helps you refine your work and your calling. Getting the snub helped me look at my work and ask, okay, what can I do better? Is this good enough? Um, is the messaging off? Is my, is my writing not sharp enough? Is this just not a good idea? So, so when rejection comes from either a publisher or a content manager, um, someone who wants to, you know, they, maybe you want them to endorse something you're doing, whatever. When rejection comes with constructive criticism, don't just smash the delete button. Uh, listen to it. Um, allow rejection to be a, a pathway to refining and clarifying what you do. And, and so when I was rejected, it helped me think about my desires and my uh, maybe a calling that people talk about to be a writer. It made me think, do I really want to be a writer? Or do I like the idea of being a writer? Or do I just want to be published? You can be a writer and never be published. You can be a writer and never write a book. And that's okay. Um, and made rejection made me ask questions of myself. Am I gifted for writing to serve the church? To taste and see that he's good? I want to point people to Jesus? Or do I just want to write because it sounds cool? Um, I think that's a defining question for us all that, reje- that rejection can reveal to us. Is Am I writing for me? Or is this for the glory of Christ? If it's for Christ... The rejection is absorbed. It has no sting. But if it's for me, it'll sting like a swarm of wasps. Rejection helps us resolve to live for the fame of Jesus. And then, you know, after being rejected for for that second book, uh, one day three publishers were interested. Um, and my next one, um, when I think back to, to Gospel Formed, my first book, after being rejected by so many, there were also three publishers that were interested. And I'm grateful that Kriegel wanted to take a, a gamble on a, on a two-bit writer like me. And while a lot of publishers passed on humble Calvinism, uh, there were two publishers who really believed in it and, and almost fought each other for it. And kind of, not, not really. But I'm really grateful for the Good Book Company and, and their desire to want to work together. And for my agent, um, rejection led it to that path. Um, so rejection can refine your work and, and help make it even better. Uh, secondly, I think why we need to re- review rejection, um, not despise it, but to welcome it in some ways, is that rejection can create gratitude. You know, rejection isn't forever. It's just a moment. It will pass. And God will lead you to what he has for you. So if we trust in the sovereignty and providence of God, Rejection is just another way of living under his care. Um, you know, you got to think about how, how he leads us and how he loves us. Um, what God has for you, it might be something totally different than what you had originally dreamed. Um, but what does Jesus tell us? He, he's our Lord. He says that a father is never going to give us a snake when we ask for fish. He's not going to give us a rock when we ask for bread. Um, you might get a uh, chicken, but you're not going to get a scorpion. Um, you may not get fish, um, but you're not going to get a stone. Um, he's going to give us what's good for us. And so when God does drop a blessing in your lap, 
gratitude should follow. Um, after rejection, if you're welcomed, um, when we get these kind of specific blessings, um, we should realize that a blessing should never be expected. A proper understanding of denial and rejection will foster, I think, a demonstrable level of thanksgiving. If we have a bratty response to rejection, what will follow is not humble thanksgiving. Uh, brats expect blessings, but biblical Christians are thankful. And so we should be thankful when we're not rejected, when we're welcomed, um, when people want to work with us. Um, they don't have to work with us. We're not, we don't deserve that. We're not earned that. Uh, so be thankful if an agent wants to work with you, if a content manager wants to publish what you have. Uh, I'm thankful to God for my agent and the publishers that God has allowed me to work at, work with. I, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve any of my writing heroes providing a blurb for my book. And most importantly, none of us, we, we don't deserve the kindness of Christ. Um, this is the posture of the Christian life. Uh, our emails, our tweets, Sunday, um, our lives. We've been so blessed by Jesus. Uh, what could possibly cloud out his glory? So if we pout and kick dust all over our Twitter feeds like it's home, like it's home plate and we're a batter that got called a strike when it was a ball, we can either respond like brats or we can be grateful for anything and everything that, that God has sent our way. So, so let rejection refine your work. Um, let it create a, a spirit of gratitude among you. And in some ways, rejection can kind of, it can reveal idols. Uh, when I go back to my first book and I didn't get a contract from the publisher that many thought I'd be a shoe in for. Um, I remember running into some friends at um, either Together for the Gospel or the Gospel Coalition. And they said, hey, I heard you're going to be picked up by... XYZ publisher, which would have been a dream. And I, I told them, I said, I haven't heard that. I really have no idea. They said, oh, well, I heard that it was going to happen. I said, man, I, I don't know. I get an email the next day saying that publisher, you know, declined. And I was so excited. I'm like, man, maybe they knew somebody on the inside. I'm going to hear soon. And I heard back that I didn't. Now, I was disappointed, but not depressed and not dejected. That idol had already been toppled by the first rejection email. And it kept getting knocked over till the arms and head were lobbed off like Dagon. Rejection email after rejection email. Let rejection help kill the idols in the heart. Um, that, that amoeba idol of approval, it rose to the surface in me. And God just wasn't going to let it hang around. Rejection showed me how ridiculous my heart can still be. So we can either handle rejection like King Saul and throw spear tantrums, or we can handle it like Jonathan. Um, he didn't pout when he lost the throne of Israel. He trusted the living God and supported uh, who was the one that was accepted. So it's okay to be disappointed when our dreams and goals and our writing aspirations were not granted to us, uh, but don't, don't be depressed. Don't be dejected. Um, we trust the good and sovereign one, and <laughs> writing doesn't define you. Uh, Christ does. So, so maybe rejection will reveal idols and that's what God wants to do in you. Um, let rejection. So let's review. Let, let rejection refine your work. Let it create gratitude among you. Maybe it's going to reveal idols. And then lastly, think about rejection as I already, already kind of alluded to a rejection and God's goodness towards you. You, you may be rejected in this life. You may be rejected in your inbox. You may be rejected by book proposals and, and blog proposals, but you'll never be rejected beyond the scope of your heavenly father. Uh, nothing escape his gaze. 
escapes his gaze. He's in control of all. And he will always work all things together for your good. Every steely, sharp moment of rejection is a part of God's cosmic plan to transform us into the image of Jesus. And so let's not forget who Jesus is. As the prophet Isaiah tells us, the one who was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. Uh, The gospel is ground level good news of a rejected man who was rejected for your acceptance. So let all earthly rejections line up, circle the globe, for we've been accepted into the heavenly places because of the risen Christ. So whom have I in heaven but you? A publisher might be ashamed to have you on their website, but Jesus is not ashamed to call you brother or sister. That person may not want to be seen, um, you know, representing you. They may not want you on their blog platform, whatever. But the risen Lord Jesus wants to be seen in front of the heavenly hosts and the whole universe with you. So let Christ, that rejected rock, who is now the cornerstone, let him see that he's your cornerstone, your foundation. Accolades and dreams and book deals and all these kinds of things are more sandy than we realize. But Christ, he's solid. He's real. That's eternal. Rejection has lost its sting. Because in the gospel, we're accepted with him. So go forth. Write those proposals. Write those blog posts. Send them out. And if you get rejected, don't hit delete and say, well, who do they think they are? I can't believe they, don't they know this is so good. Send it somewhere else. See what happens. Send it to a friend. See what happens. And at the end of the day, hey, refine your work. Be grateful for what God has allowed you to do so far. Maybe God wants to reveal an idol and then trust God in the end. Because if you do those things, I think we'll really see that rejection. It really can be a gift. And whatever you do, just keep writing. Keep writing.